きついのはほWhat do I respond to that? Girl squirrel? No. Girl squirrel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, Asher. Is, yeah, we're, we're doing a thing. Yes. A Just, thing we are doing. Yeah, a thing we are doing. <laughs> we're so frazzled. Okay, we are, we are basically doing this because I'm like, scheduling is very hard when I live in my mom's house, and Asher also lives in my mom's house, and we. Strongly aspire not to live in my mom's house. <laughs> But、uh, moving into our own house is proving to be more of a pain than, than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Basically、uh, one of the things that is proving to be a pain that Asher and I have spent much time doing is、uh, we had to redo the kitchen floor because the kitchen floor that was there was very bad and done wrong. Uh, this tile floor that was just glued to a vinyl floor, and that means like literally every other tile was cracked. <laughs> and then we、uh, found out that underneath the vinyl floor that was glued to the, you know, that top layer of tile, underneath that vinyl floor were three other vinyl floors. Yeah. And so we were like, well, we have to tear out all five floors. So we did that and we felt very accomplished. And then today, my dad was like, my dad is a general contractor, so he's been doing all the things in his spare time. And he's like, well,、uh, but you need to get this little layer of, of paper off. You, you need to scrape it off. And that was proving very annoying. So then he's like, okay, you need to wet it and then, <laughs> and then scrape it off. And that was way less annoying, but way more disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it smells horrendous. And then he tried to make a joke that it was toxic. And we're like, no, but is it really though? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> probably、so. it is. I mean, anything that smells like that. <laughs> anything that smells like that, probably. So that was our day. And now we're going to talk about manga. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, only the scraping part was today. We, it, it took us several days to tear out the tile. Yeah. Then my dad and I mostly tore out the vinyl in like a day. <laughs> <laughs> and now, scraping the floor is going to take several days. <laughs> and then, and then I swear to God, we can put down a real floor. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, we better be able to put down a real floor. Anyway, we're going to talk about All My Darling Daughters. Okay. <laughs> all, my, all My Darling Daughters is not a shoujo, it is definitely a Jose. <laughs> Uh, and it is actually a collection of short stories. They're, they're interconnected connected stories, but they, but they are separate stories.、Um, and it came out in Japan in 2003. And if I am to believe Barnes and Noble, it came out in America in 2010. But don't, don't quote me so hard on that one. And the artist and writer, Yoshinaga, is probably most well known for the series Oku. 
the inner chambers, which I know very little about, but I have seen multiple times. <laughs> and I know that it is pretty long as far as I'm aware. I guess I can look that up. I still have that page open. Oh, yeah. It is, oh, it, and it recently ended, which I think I did know. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably do that. <laughs> but it's 18 volumes, so yes, fairly long for a, you know, shoujo. That is pretty long for a shoujo. Or is it, well, is it a shoujo? Is that one a Jose too? Uh, it is listed as demographic shoujo, so we're, we're going to go with it. All right. Pretty long for a shoujo. Yeah. <laughs> is there anyone listening to the podcast that maybe doesn't know the difference between shoujo and jose? Maybe. You want to explain? <laughs> I think you better explain. You s- explain it explain. better than I do. Okay, well, all of this is made-up demographic nonsense to sell magazines, first of all, <laughs> so... But shoujo is largely targeted at younger girls, uh, you know, teen, teens and younger. And jose is much more uh, about and targeted at older women, uh, probably actually more the age that I currently am, like 30. Yeah, you know, <laughs> typical jose protagonist having a quarter-life crisis. <laughs> older women. <laughs> Just listen, just listen. Grown up women. Listen. <laughs> the word listen, is grown up. Listen. No. Shh. <laughs> there's right. only there's only there's no there's nothing above Jose, you know, as far as I'm aware <laughs> in the demographics of manga. They're not trying to sell manga to old ladies is almost certainly <laughs> the truth behind that. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait for that to change as we get older and they're like, oh, look at all these old people reading the mangas. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, Asher. Yes. What, what is All My Darling Daughters like about? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say what it's about since it is five different interconnected stories. Like, what would I say it's about? It's about love and growing up. Uh, not all the stories are specifically about mother-daughter relationships. It is about how women grow up and sort of uh, the bizarre conceptions of what relationships and life should be like that women have to grapple with as they grow from girls into adults. Does that sound fair? Yeah. And I would say that there are two, like, through protagonists, which is the mother that we are initially presented with, uh, Mari, and her daughter, Kyoko. Is it Kyoko? I think it's Yukiko. Yukiko, god! (laughs) (laughs) I have consistently (laughs) rearranged all of the uh, parts of her name. Yukiko. Right? Yeah. They're, like, Yukiko... Yukiko appears to be, like, sort of the, not the narrator, but the perspective character for all the stories. Like, they are either being told to her or, uh, or revolve sort of around her. With with sort of the exception of the fourth story, where it switches suddenly to somebody else's perspective, but it's because she's writing, she's going to write a letter to Yukiko. I, I found it jarring and confusing. I was like, wait... Whose name is what? <laughs> oh, I mean, frequently throughout this, I was like, who is in the what now? <laughs> right, right, right. I'm confirming, yes, her her name is Yukiko. <laughs> okay, excellent. 
I also thought that she might have been a stand-in for, like, I thought this was um, potentially autobiographical work. It is not, but it feels like it could be. <laughs> it feels like it could be. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, I do not believe we normally answer the question, what is our level of familiarity with the series? But I don't think either of us was actually familiar with it before reading it for this. <laughs> not at all. No. No. And we picked it because I was like, this is a short thing that we can do while we live in my mom's house. <laughs> and Yoshinaga apparently was nominated for an Eisner Award at some point. So I was like, okay, Yoshinaga is a big deal, you know, so we, we can do this. <laughs> um, so we will answer the question, would you recommend this? Yes. Yes, are you going to give the content warnings here? <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, there is abuse in... There's different types of abuse, I think, in several of the stories. Mm, yeah. if, if not all. Maybe all. Yeah. Even the third one? Uh, With so- you, could, you, could, you could make a case not for her or her family so much. Oh. Yeah. um yeah so gent like different types of abuse some physical some a lot of emotional very much a lot of emotional there's also in the second story a teacher-student relationship uh that definitely needs to be warned for it is sexual and uh Asher warned me, and it was still not enough of a warning. So we're like, hardcore, we're warning you right now, okay? Yeah. Like, Like, she's not underage. It's college. It's university. But um, it is teacher-student, and it... The escalation is immediate. Yes, yes. Um, And, like, it's it's also complicated, the kind of um, power imbalance is weird. Yeah, that story was definitely the weirdest. Yeah. Uh, what other? I mean, abuse, abuse of power. That's 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 those are the warnings. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so why would you recommend it? Despite all those warnings, it is rated older teen. Just to be clear, like it, it does try to warn you on its own that it's like, don't read this unless you're like yeah, seventeen or older, <laughs> whatever. Right. Um. I recommend it because it addresses these things with a level of like honesty and reality that I um, am still not used to in manga. These things are not like made dramatic for shock value. They uh, and all the characters are very human, even when they're they're most weird. <laughs> That's when, yeah, for sure. And and <laughs> and it's just it's a really really good a really good depiction of how messed up notions get not always passed down, but stuck in people's heads as they grow up and how those messed up perceptions then also grow up, not necessarily in good ways. Um, So no, I, I think it's, you know, a really good short manga, just, you know, like, a content warning, I think, should never scare you off a manga unless, you know, you know that you cannot grapple with those, with that content, you know? 
Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, and just be on the lookout for this. Like, this is here. This be aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I did. I just really do think that. Yeah. When when you warned me about the second story, I was like, how bad could it be? And I was like, oh, okay. It's just like <laughs> there's no build up to it. It's no. Just, oh. <laughs> okay. No. Yes, it is right there immediately. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that because it's the second story, like. The first story is very hard because you're like, okay, I'm trying to like ground myself, uh, you know, in whatever this story is trying to tell me, right? And then, yeah, the second story is that. So then I was like, all right, I'm not (laughs) in love with this. But then I do think that the last uh, stories definitely were really powerful, like especially the last one. I was like, the last one was really good. (laughs) The last one, I was like, oh god, I understand everything. (laughs) I know. I was like, I feel like the the you know, secret of the universe has been (laughs) told to me. Yes. Yes. Anyway, we'll get there. So yes, so we we do recommend this. Again, it is only a volume of uh, short stories. So, uh, you know, you can read it in a nice uh, fall afternoon or whatever, winter afternoon by the time this comes out. (laughs) Hopefully we'll have a kitchen floor by then. I don't know. No promises. (laughs) Wow. Not even promising me. Wow. I can't in good faith <laughs> promise you <laughs> anything at this point. <laughs> um, yes. But All My Darling Daughters is available from Viz Media in North America. It does appear that you could still get a physical copy, but um, we read it digitally, and it was good. Um, now we will spoil all the things insofar as one can spoil a collection of short stories, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna do that and if you don't want that to happen like go take an hour to read it okay and then come back <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we might have answered this but yeah favorite story last one <sighs> okay i don't <sighs> so the, the last one's really good i have a i have a really soft spot for the third one yeah yeah that makes sense you know why <laughs> I didn't think it was that, but all right, sure. I mean, no, it probably isn't what you're thinking of, but uh, I well, really, I really liked what it is then instead of being cryptic. What? Maybe we should just say what it is then instead of being cryptic. <laughs> well, all right, let's let's talk about what the stories are, and then we can say what our favorite story is, rather fine, than fine, fine, fine. fine. I, th- I think okay. that order makes more sense here, oh, fine. just for this particular thing. Yes. Um, okay, so the first story is a more... Okay, so we said that uh, Yukiko is the, like, perspective character. And that story is from her perspective, but it is more focused, I feel, like, uh, on her mom. And how her mom, Mari, uh, is dating a much younger man than <laughs> herself. Yes. Uh, even younger than Yukiko yes. <laughs> herself. So, yes. uh you know, of course, Yukiko is like, this is weird, mom, and uh, I don't like it. And Yukiko at the time is still living with her mom, even though she's, she's, she's 30, 30. Right? She's yeah, 30. She's 30. So, <laughs> relatable. <laughs> relatable at this moment in time. <laughs> yeah, so she's still living with her mom, and um, by the end of the story, she's like, okay, I need to move out and uh, be 
yeah my own person because uh her mom keeps being like you know i didn't do the things that i wanted to do my whole life and and now i'm just gonna do what i want to do and uh i like this dude so i'm gonna marry him and uh he he likes me and of course uh yeah yukiko has trouble understanding how this relationship could possibly work but then she talks more with uh i believe his name is ken his name is ken ken ohashi ken ohashi Yes, so Ken Ohashi, she talks more with Ken Ohashi, and Ken Ohashi wants to, uh, he's an aspiring historical drama actor. <laughs> very, very particular. Um, but apparently, you know, Mari's also really into his- historical drama, and she's like, well, this dude, uh, yeah, likes the same books and stuff that I do, and that's a step up from what I was doing before, so like, let's do it. And he thinks I'm pretty, even though that's not true but fine <laughs> uh, she does the typical thing she gets her hair cut at the end of the story you know uh starting a new new <laughs> new mm-hmm, life here mm-hmm. um yeah so, so it ends with uh yeah yukiko realizing that she needs to move on and like her mom's doing her own thing and she didn't understand anything and now she's going to go discover the secrets of the universe on her own. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she, like, grudgingly accepts that they're together. Like, they, it wasn't even that, like, Mari was like, I'm going to marry this guy. She was like, I married this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I married this guy, and I really don't care what you think about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was a pretty good story. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Like, the unfolding of, like... We, we get to know why this relationship, like, what this relationship is as uh, as Yukiko does. So it was a nice, uh, it was well done. Yeah, it, yeah. it was well executed. <laughs> and very relatable, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we get to the second story, and I was like, oh, well, this is happening to me. <laughs> yeah, so the second story is told at Mari's house for dinner um one of I think one of Ken's friends it's a story that happened to him um he's a teacher at university and he gets accosted by this student in his class who insists on uh having like on giving him a blowjob and like kind of forces him into it she's already like disheveled and she's like if you don't say yes i will scream um and he was like well uh and then they did it (laughs) and don't worry like yukiko yells at this guy in our place yes but it's sort of about how this guy tries to figure out like what this girl's damage is basically (laughs) (laughs) like why she thinks she's no good for anything but this like she really likes him that is clear even though he is a cad who would go through with this to save his skin you know he also apparently is a very boring professor and everybody falls asleep in his (laughs) classes (laughs) yeah i mean he doesn't seem like a very experienced professor either Mm, he's really young Yeah. yeah he's a young professor um, and he sort of realizes, okay, like, no one has ever given this girl any sense that she's good for anything, and her previous relationships have just 
been garbage uh, and she's learned all these terrible things. So he, he, he um, finally is like, no, let's stop this date me for real. And she broke up with him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is an excellent ending. Great. <laughs> I mean, the fact that she broke up with him was excellent. Okay. Yes. The fact that she no longer gives him blowjobs is excellent. Yeah. Everything else about it is not excellent. No, no. But I think he did manage to maybe like, I don't know. My my hope for this girl is that this encounter with this boring professor <laughs> is at least one tiny step in a direction to thinking like, oh, wait, maybe I do deserve like pleasure and not just to be real sex (laughs) (laughs) no that she deserves to like she deserves for other people to value her and she deserves to value herself just this first baby step in the most horrible way but it's still not you know whatever she had before (laughs) yeah Although there were implications that she was, like, just going to accost that guy who yelled at her in her class. Oh, um, I, I didn't. Oh, she made a face at him at the end. Ah. Uh, like a blushy face. Ugh. I, I didn't yeah. pick up on that. That's how I interpreted it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there was a dude who, like, she came in late, right? So, yeah. And she was loud about it, and Professor Dude was like... Come in quietly if you were late. And then another student also yelled at her, uh, a male student. And he looked like a, a rough and tumbly, uh, like a, a dude and like wearing a beanie, a hmm. beard or something. And yeah, but then like he turns away and she like makes a face, uh, like a cutesy face uh, behind his back, <laughs> basically. Uh, all right. Well, maybe that's not a good story then. Th- this story I struggle with too because. It did feel like the most disconnected, like, uh, you know, yeah. All, all the other stories are more, like, friends of, uh... Of Yukiko, Yukiko or, yeah. like, direct relations of Yukiko. And from the perspective of another female character, but this one was very much, like, uh, okay, the not connected to Yukiko except through this, uh, new dad that she... <laughs> right. younger than her. Right. Uh, and not from the perspective of the uh, yeah female uh, character in the story. Absolutely. I agree. And I also feel like it helps round out the other stories to have this one un- massively uncomfortable story from a male perspective. And to see the male recognition of, of terrible <laughs> female pattern, like female, um, like the the thought patterns that get ingrained into young women that are to usually to men's benefit so like yeah it's definitely you know my least favorite story in here but i also feel like it has its value in the set interesting my 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 funny thing was that uh, you know the talk about you know how he was coerced into it right but he's still wrong and and all these things and Mm -hmm. Uh, how he has another coworker who got in trouble for being coerced by a female student. So again, it's it's one of those things. It's very tricky, especially in our Me Too era mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. Um, to to take a little bit. 
Uh, but it was very funny because he was like, well, my coworker got sent to America. <laughs> Right. But he didn't. He didn't get fired. Like the the fired. recognition, the recognition in this story of the power structures that are still in play despite this coercion, I thought was well done as well. It's true. It's not saying like both of them are wrong, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's not. It's not letting the dude off the hook. Like exactly. very clearly, it's like no, you are digging yourself into a hole. Yeah, <laughs> you need yeah, to yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just I was like, okay, this feels the most disconnected, and I feel like it didn't come to a great conclusion, right? And I was like, man, eh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to take. <laughs> it's hard to take. Yeah. Um, okay, but then we get to apparently Asher's favorite story, <laughs> which is actually a two-part story following Sayako, who is one of Yukiko's friends. Uh, Sayako apparently is very pretty. Uh, everybody in this story acknowledges that Sayako is very pretty and nice and all these things. Um, so they're like, why, are, how, why haven't you gotten married yet, Sayako? Like, well, what are you waiting for? Every, every dude would fall over their feet to like trip over themselves <laughs> to to marry you she's very so, perfect it's it's yeah and she's like oh okay i guess i should make like a concerted effort <laughs> to try <laughs> right um so she goes to her aunt right aunt? yes her aunt so she goes to her aunt and is like, okay, aunt, I want to go on some arranged marriage meetings. <laughs> and her aunt is like, okay. Uh, so she starts doing it, but then, you know, she breaks off most of them. Because most of them suck. Because most of them suck. There's always something that comes up and she's like, red flag warning, no, reject. <laughs> <laughs> I reject this dude. Um, but she, she meets... One guy who she's like, oh, actually, I I like him, and of course he's the most disapproved of by her aunt because he has a um he got in an accident, so he has he he walks funny, so he has a disability, can't can walk on his own. He just uh yeah has a has a severe limp. Um, and there there were some other uh other things that came along with it. It wasn't just that he. He couldn't speak loudly, so his mom did oh, a lot right. of the talking for him at the initial meeting. Right. Um, there were a lot of, like, things that turned off Sayako's family, but then she liked him and the way he was in person. Because she's, you know, a very gentle, uh, thoughtful person, and he was also very mature and uh, gentle in his own way. They were really cute. Yeah, and they seem to uh, like the same things, you know. So, yeah, so they had a similar uh, worldview thing going on there. So you're like, okay, Say- Sayako's going to get with this dude. No! <laughs> 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 then the second story comes along. And Anne is like, all right, you've met him four times. You want to marry him or not? And she's like, that seems like uh, pretty extreme. <laughs> I've only met him four times. <laughs> right. Um. So she she looks inside her heart and is like, okay, um, no, because I didn't feel like, you know, that overwhelming uh, spark thing that you're supposed to feel with love. And there there is a through line through these stories. So there's her, her grandfather in, is in the background throughout this. And he apparently instilled in her the lesson that he's like, listen, you must, you must not discriminate against people. 
uh, ever. You must treat all people equally. Uh, because apparently he's a Marxist. <laughs> like, that's, that's, <laughs> like, literally he's a Marxist. That's, that's the, he's, he's an equalist from <laughs> Legend of Korra. <laughs> so, so, she walks around and she's, so, yeah, the, the conclusion of it is, for her is that she's like, but, but, like, romantic love is a form of discrimination. Like, that is me putting one person above everybody else <laughs> so because she does not feel this love spark and th- this is the worldview that she like she actually greatly admires right like she's i think she legitimately is like that is that is a correct worldview right like, right I don't, <laughs> I don't i don't think she sees it as marxism like no i don't like the, the ide- ideology doesn't mean that to her what she yeah. she doesn't want to be in love right she doesn't want that love spark she wants to love everyone equally um that's what feels good and right and comfortable for her i think she actually got nervous about how much she liked that guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah right (laughs) oh Uh, yeah so she became a nun (laughs) it was amazing (laughs) and that's not the reason i like the story but i was like oh my god what a conclusion I definitely was like, wait, are you implying no, the religious No, 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 no. Uh, the reason I like the story is because, like, there is something about that universal love thing that uh, appeals to me on a story level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just liked Sayako and, uh, what's his name, Mr. Fuwa? Yes. Yeah. So, to me, the watching their relationship, you know, start to, to develop, I, I really enjoyed that. It's like, oh. These, the, this is a couple after my own heart. <laughs> um, yeah, they were, they were really cute. I, I thought it was interesting, yeah, that it was framed in, like, this uh, a Marxist <laughs> Catholic dichotomy sort of way where I was like, maybe Sayako is just, like, aromantic? <laughs> you know, I was definitely hoping she'd be a lesbian. At the very oh. beginning of the story, I was like, well, there's <laughs> got to be a reason that <laughs> she doesn't have a boyfriend. Mm. Uh, but uh, 2003, no, 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 hmm, I, I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I ever thought that I was just like, yeah, a romantic. Well, I, I feel like that's even like further, even less likely in 2003 <laughs> manga. Mm. Well, it would have been cool, but instead we got none. <laughs> I mean... Which, I mean, is that not? <laughs> it's not, um, but that that would have been a, a an option for aromantic people who did not want to be forced into a romantic partnership. She may be aro. I mean, there's no... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, that's just a, a path. Yes. Sure she doesn't get, ever get tempted by a Mr. Fuwa again. You know what I'm <laughs> she doesn't stray from her equalist values. <laughs> Equalism was a lie. I just thought it was very... I, I thought it was very interesting in the story, too, that... Because uh, it's not made clear that he's, like, a Marxist uh, exactly until the end. Like, it's not explicitly stated. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just get this framing story that is like my grandfather once told me that uh yeah that I shouldn't discriminate against anybody, <laughs> and then um, 
it talks about the Berlin Wall falling mm. and her grandfather oh. watching it. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, maybe everything I believed for like 50 years <laughs> has been a lie. Huh. And I actually thought that moment was like pretty powerful. I, was like, oh. I didn't even put that together. Uh, yeah. I was like, huh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I don't think that was my favorite. No, I still think the last story was my favorite story. The last story is really good. It pulls all the rest of them together. Yeah, it definitely was like, oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. The, the, I definitely appreciated this third story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, what a twist. <laughs> twist. What a twist. What a twist. Becoming a, becoming a nun wouldn't happen in a story written today. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I also, I, I think the art, probably because uh, Yoshinaga seems to be, like, uh, looking at Oku, it also looks pretty old. Like, I think she's trying to evoke that, like, historical drama, older style. Like, every time I looked at uh, Yukiko, I was like, Claudine? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, no, she doesn't manga? look like Claudine. Uh, okay. No. But yes, it, she does. Yes, it does have that like sort of older uh, manga look. I wouldn't compare it to Claudine. No, that's a very uh, that flowery style is 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 it's, in, no, it's that, its own like thing. the eyes aren't there, but mm, like mm-hmm. oh the hair, the hairstyle and maybe, stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, so stuff definitely going for uh, old timey feel. Yeah. Um, okay. So the fourth story is the one where, yeah, it does have the confusing um, perspective shift <laughs> in the middle. I'm trying to remember. What, what's the, like, impetus for Yukiko writing them letters? It was she got married. She married her boyfriend. Right. Um, I think – but that was just sort of the, like, the excuse for her to write the letter. That's not why she wrote the letter. Oh, yeah, wait, no, okay. Yeah, she wrote the letter because her and June get married and they live on their own, but they're both working people. Mm-hmm. And so very relatable things happen. <laughs> Menfolk. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, yeah. Menfolk don't do half of the housework or whatever. <laughs> so she starts to get mad about it. But her friends, like her, her present-day friends, are like, um, why are you complaining? At least he helps at all, you know? Like, uh, they have they have partners who don't do anything, <laughs> basically. Right. And then she remembers her old friend, Saiki, Ma- right? Makimura. Oh, oh yeah. Saiki. Makimura. No, yeah. Saiki is the, is the perspective character that happens eventually, yeah. Maki- Makimura. Um, so she's like, ah, yeah, I remember that girl. She was so full of, like, spunk, and she was all like, ah, I'm, I'm gonna never, yeah, like... No, she, like, as a middle schooler said, like, men never do work. They only help. I was like, whoa, out of the mouths of babes. (laughs) Out of the yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, someday uh, I'm going to manipulate the system to do, yeah, you know, what I want (laughs) and stuff, right? Right. She was going to work as, uh, in the private sector until she retired. Um, even though they kept talking about how in the public sector you get, uh, guaranteed wages and blah, 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 blah. And so they were like, wow, this girl is so full of, of spirit and, and gumption and crazy feminist nonsense. <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> uh, so she's like, man, I want to I want to write to the, the yeah, Yuki goes like, I want to I want to write to them to uh, see what tell them about my life and see what they're up to. 
Um, she writes to two of them uh, who she departed with basically in high school. They went to different high schools. And so then it switches to the perspective of, I believe it is Saiki. Uh, and so her remembrances, I don't know, friend people. <laughs> Names. I really couldn't keep them straight in this book. <laughs> um, this switches and it goes through like uh, all the twists and turns with um, Makimura. Uh, not at all fulfilling the dreams that she espoused as, you know, a, a middle schooler. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the dark twist of that is that they realize that she was being abused. <laughs> um, and that's why she, so she moved out of her house when she was 16 to be like, I'm going to go work. I'm not going to school full time anymore. And she's like, I'm going to become an editor. And she like fails at that, becomes a part-time worker at a pub. Was like, I'm gonna go get my high school GED Japan equivalent, right? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. And apparently didn't do that. And so yeah, she's, then she's going through a bunch of things, and then, then she's like, I'm writing a novel. And I didn't write a novel. Relatable again. Relatable, <laughs> <laughs> Relatable things happening. Um, and eventually, uh, she gets married and becomes a housewife, which is exactly what she said she would never do, right? <laughs> like, um, yeah, but they realized that she was being abused by her dad, which is why, um, you know, she had all her uh, problems and was desperate to leave at the age of 16. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And to me, I was like, yeah, it seemed pretty obvious when she was like, my dad comes and sleeps next to me sometimes. Like, that's pretty weird and creepy. <laughs> right, Yeah obvious to us as adults oh, yeah. who have had a lot of training to to look out for this in stories like we we know <laughs> these middle schoolers who have different stories than we do like we we're warned about these things like <laughs> yeah we are we're not in the same age group as um uh the author right uh, the author is older I guess the narrative contrivance that I appreciated was that in the beginning, Makimura, like when Makimura is doing her whole feminist rant, uh, but in Japan, they don't have feminism. Ha 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 ha. Okay. <laughs> 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 Definitely something I thought about while reading this story. Anyway. <laughs> um, silly internet trolls. Anyway, Makimura in the beginning has an eye patch. Yeah. Uh, which which is a fairly common thing that you see uh, in Japan for like eye things, which I don't I don't feel like we see as much in stories or anywhere in America. Even though surely we must do some similar treatments sometimes. <laughs> um, no, we just tell you to put frozen peas on your eyes. Yeah, we just suck it up here. <laughs> we don't have healthcare. Put, put a steak <laughs> on your eye. Yeah. I mean, truly, I've had many eye infections, and I've never <laughs> worn any type of patch, so I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, so she has an eye patch on, but, like, I, I don't think it's particularly weird. Like, I was like, it's not super weird, right? And I was like, oh, I thought it was actually pretty good to show that uh, these characters who think she's, like, so uh, wise beyond her ear years and stuff, uh, 
like she doesn't have like she's only seeing out of one eye right like a, that type of like mm. thing but then it, it turns around and it is like oh wait <laughs> it was actually just a sign that she was being abused <laughs> by yeah, yeah 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 um, yeah because we because eventually uh saiki or, or whatever their name is uh says oh they were like oh yeah she was always like injured in these weird ways but i think that's the only clear evidence that we were shown uh, of an injury in that story like otherwise she didn't look abused to us right like it was only that and her saying my dad sleeps with me sometimes that like really tipped you off about it yeah like, and her moving out at 16 yeah 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 uh so i thought that was good <laughs> no it was a good powerful story and like it is really relatable because like uh makimura f- fails <laughs> utterly <Yeah. laughs> but I then mean, she ends up happy yeah that's true she she seemed happy with her uh, husband yeah and that's so, okay that's okay <laughs> oh yeah that's one of the best parts of the sayako story is um mr Fu- fuwa has a line where he's just like some people in this like there are there are two types of people in this world basically like those who succeed and those who don't and he's like but even the people who don't succeed want to like be happy and that's <laughs> that's wonderful it's like I know. i've never heard that a, a sentiment like that ever <laughs> and it's so, so valuable <laughs> yeah i know right mr fuwa like, mr fuwa after our hearts truly he deserved better <laughs> the best man in this whole thing oh by far yes for sure yes definitely like mr. ken's fuwa. ken's all right He's, yeah, Ken's, he's, Ken's he's, a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a weirdo, but he's a good boy. Oh, he's a weirdo, but he's like, yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> uh, definitely better than his friend. Yeah, Ken, get better friends. Ken, get better friends. Then you'll be a, the best boy. Okay. <laughs> no, he can never unseat Mr. Fuwa. That's true. Okay. Uh, then the last story that just really come comes straight f- for it all, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like anyone who has ever had a parent knows this story in their heart <laughs> oh yeah yeah absolutely uh but i think it's very good to tie back to the beginning too like it's very good oh yeah <laughs> yes it ties the whole thing together it ties it, it ties up the stuff that comes up in the first story but it also brings in all like it doesn't bring in the other stories the other stories are unrelated to this one right yeah but you see the pattern like you, but like all the you understand, get, yeah, exactly. In you, here. you know how all these other girls and women ended up how they did, and it's not because of their mothers, but it's because of how they grew up. Anyway, yes, but okay. So this story is uh, much more. Uh, was it? Was it? Was they're going to a funeral? Whose funeral was it? It was uh, Yukiko's great grandmother, so right. Mari's grandmother. So they go, it opens with her funeral and Yukiko's grandmother, so Mari's mother, is just like bawling her eyes out. And Mari, Yukiko's mother, is just very unsympathetic to her. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I will not cry at your funeral <laughs> at yeah, one point in this yeah. story. Actually, that's not how it opens. It opens with a scene from the past with all these girls we don't recognize. Oh, yeah. It opens with the the grandmother of Yukiko. Mar- yeah, Mari's yeah. mom. Yeah. 
uh, it goes back into the past showing uh, a very pretty girl being like, who are you going to marry, uh, Mari's future mom? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously with her name, which I cannot remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember her name either. Yep. So, and she, uh, she's shown to be like, uh, I wouldn't call her ugly, but she's definitely not pretty. She's wearing glasses, like a little bit chubbier, looks a little old for being a high schooler. Like her face (laughs) is kind of boxy. Like she's not drawn to be an attractive manga girl, you know? Yeah. But she does have an arranged uh, marriage or whatever to some bureaucrat. Yeah. (laughs) And so you're like, okay, this is a story (laughs) about a mean... uh, Oh, yeah, it ends with um, the pretty girl kind of making fun of her uh, future marriage, being like, haha, mine, mine's so, like, superior, basically. <laughs> right? Right. And I mean, I think she meant to hurt her by, like, even earlier than that. Like, of course you don't have a Oh, ma- yeah, yeah, a yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then she was surprised. Yeah, so she had to, she had to recover and find something else to be mean about. Right. right. Well, I just go back to this moment because like it ends up being important um it does. this was a yeah. formative experience for yukiko's grandmother yes um so right so back in the present day there's this funeral we find out you know like um mari's relationship with her mother is strained her mother always seemed to favor her younger brother and you know this is very common you know like yeah anyone with a sibling knows that story too (laughs) (laughs) Asher doesn't know anything about this (laughs) go on Um, yeah so we find out that uh, Mari's mom never called Mari pretty and like was always you know actually actively putting down her looks and you know said in particular she was buck toothed yeah and not clear skinned and yeah. Yeah. And this actually came up earlier in the first story that like, you know, Mari didn't see herself as pretty. Um, and that like her flat denial is one of the reasons Ken sort of, it was one of the sort of things Ken first noticed about her as like that set her apart from, we didn't even mention this. Ken worked as a host. Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he was a host club uh he was he was a member of oran high school host club. he wasn't in high school come on he's 27 <laughs> yeah he was a real host <laughs> he was a real host and that's how they met that is how they met we should have mentioned that that makes you know it makes yukiko's uh suspicion of him much more understandable uh, uh no her suspicion of him was valid either way <laughs> sure sure he's a weirdo but yeah like it all sort of we see like the experience growing up that made Mari so I guess hard about certain things but also so like honest with her daughter Mm. the the basic understanding is like uh, Mari resolved to be a mother completely unlike her mother even though her mother insisted that she wasn't playing favorites and that she just had to, she wanted to discipline Mari and um, her brother Tsutomu differently. Like it has to be different for boys and girls, which is dumb, (laughs) but whatever. 
Um, and then Yukiko goes to hang out with her grandmother, so Mari's mom. And she actually asks, like, because she's looking through photo albums. Yeah. And she asks, like, oh, hey, this is a cute picture of mom as, as a kid. And uh, like, why did you always put down her looks? Yeah. And the grandmother's like, because I didn't want her to turn out like the pretty girl at my school who put me down. Yeah. There was a moment when uh, when Mari was a child and some rando said, oh, what a pretty girl. And Mari gave a little twirl and gave this fake smile, like this practiced smile and said, teehee, um, that just immediately triggered um, her mother because um, she was like, this is oh, the my proper God. use of the word triggered. Yeah. It's like, you are turning into my daughter, my daughter who I birthed and am raising and trying to be a good mother to is going to turn out like that pretty girl who was so hateful. Yeah. I refuse to let this happen. So she just never ever let Mari think that she was beautiful. And then you also get to see stuff with uh Yukiko from her childhood where it was like uh she's like I was trying on a basically a fancy kimono. <laughs> um but she's always been like I'm not pretty either in different ways than her mom. Um Right. She's her her shoulders are too square and her face is too I don't even remember, too boxy. I don't know. But her mom was like, you look cute. Uh, like when she tried on a fancy kimono, she was like, this kimono doesn't suit me at all. And her mom was like, nope, you're perfectly adorable, basically. Yeah. And like her mom is such a hard and honest person. Like she had no, because her mom said it like that, she had to believe it. And like, that's not stated, but we feel it the same way she does because of the way the story is set up, which I thought was great. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then you're like, oh, yeah, they both actually did exactly the same thing. Uh, like, Mari and Mari's mom did exactly the same thing, just with the uh, opposite <laughs> words, right? Like, Right. I was like, oh, no. This is actually something I think about frequently. <laughs> in what way? Oh, like, in the way that I absolutely do certain behavior. Like, uh, I, I isolate certain behaviors of my family and I'm like, I will never do those things. Like drinking, right? I'm like, mm. drinking led to lots of problems for various uh, people in my family. Uh, so I will never do that, <laughs> right? Right. But then I'm like, I definitely worry. Like when we have a kid, if we don't drink, they'll be like, oh my god, I need to be yeah a rebel. <laughs> and no, see the drugs. way the way. Oh god. Well, the way. <laughs> we avoid that is I'd be like my dad be like, you're going to college. Let's, let's practice drinking here. Have a wine cooler. <laughs> and me being like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> and in general, it reminds me of like, like this is a very hardcore example. So I, I guess I'm sorry that I'm going to say it before <laughs> I even say it. But you know, in reading about our political moment of now, not like this really crazy moment we're in <laughs> where the president has coronavirus and everything during an election. Not that in particular, but just our very divisive uh, politics that are happening, right? And uh, the big swing that we took 
uh, in having Donald Trump as our as our president. Um, you know, it's a big swing to to the right. But reading, uh, yeah, stories about politics, and I think we see this even in just general elections, right? It's like, okay, we vote for a Democrat, we leave them in there for eight years, then we're like, they didn't do the things that we wanted them to. <laughs> we go vote vote for a Republican, we leave them in there for eight years, and we're like, they didn't do what we wanted them to do either. <laughs> Swing back and forth, right? And it's like a no, that actually is a very psychologically like actually what is happening, right? Like, uh, and so with Donald Trump, they're like, uh, actually, it's very likely that we swing back uh, a little bit left because he's gone. So like, it's a like it's a thermostat theory, I think is what it's called. Mm. So you know, you, you set your thermostat to go on when something is either too hot or too cold, right? So it's like, okay, we're going too too hot or too cold so the thermostat has to come back on <laughs> and bring it down to a appropriate level basically um yeah so so that I, i'm always just thinking about them like oh no how do i how do we keep it very center all the time <laughs> right like <laughs> mm. yeah so so it's very it was definitely a very relatable story <laughs> like the hardest core relatable story <laughs> It really, really hit home. Yeah. yeah. What? No, but we, the thing that it does so well is the, like, uh, you know, you, you, yeah, you're always trying to run away from your parents, but really you always end up like them. And it just illustrated both of those things so well in the span of, like, 40 pages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was very good. And it, it all, we didn't mention this, but it also is, like, there was sort of parallel to this, sort of a side story about, like, how these different how this plays into forming relationships later on because like ken has has a fairly large moment in this story too about like why he he you know like the things that he grew up thinking and doing played into who he is now and like why he loves mari Mm -hmm. um and being honest about that because like mari knows he's into older women oh yeah yeah he was like i had a crush on my aunt and i told nobody because that would be bad <laughs> yeah and i was bit. like that is correct, that is correct. right but then he, he told he, mari well yeah his, his way of coping with it was that he was like i tried to date younger like you know women his age right and it didn't work so he was like well actually yeah i did actually think his his part was pretty powerful now that you reminded me of it yeah because he was like I didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, yeah, well, he technically didn't do anything wrong. Right. <laughs> like, he didn't. Yeah. Um, because he's like, I, I tried to date younger women and it didn't work. Uh, so then, yeah, I married your mom. And he's like, and what's wrong with that? Like, did I take advantage of her? Like, there's something, like, there's, no, there's nothing, they're... nothing technically wrong happened here. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're oddly well suited. Uh, they seem to make each other really happy. They're at different stages in their lives, but. They work together. It, se- it seems fine. Yeah, she seemed to... Yeah, they were, like, watching him on TV in this <laughs> story, right? Uh, they were like, it's his first big uh, historical drama role. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, and he was like, I'm so sorry. It is a love scene. And she's like, I don't care. Shut up. It's fine. <laughs> I'm trying to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cute. They're cute. Yeah, so I was like, dang... Yeah, and the story also, I think, also at some point brought in the 
like it had a line about discriminatory love. I think in relation to um yeah, Mari's mom, you know, preferring her younger brother. It's like a, you're not supposed to uh discriminate type type of thing between between your children. Uh, so so it brings it brings back around that theme of whether love is a form of discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's actually the the love as a kind of discrimination thing. I think that's actually really powerful too. And it's this is not the first place I've seen it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I, I want to so. talk about it, but we're watching it, and I don't know if we're gonna finish. It's in Princess Tutu. Oh, we're gonna finish eventually. <laughs> okay, then I, I I won't talk about it. But like, there's a moment like that in Princess Tutu that I I found just like really meaningful. Where do you? stand in this uh... I think it's true yeah yeah choosing someone to to love especially as like in a in a partnered relationship right a romantic mm-hmm. uh love is asking someone to be not only to be special to you but to see you as special right yes so yeah that's not something most people not something we have been taught to ask of more than one person. <laughs> <laughs> and even if it isn't, even if it is more than one person, right? Like mm. there are poly people. Yes. Uh, or you can have more than one great love in your life. Right. It's still not something you're going to share with all 8 billion people in the world. No. No. Because mm. uh, we are not really geared for that unless you are Sayako and the nun. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's true. That's a good uh actually perspective on it. Um yeah, she's forced to love everyone. <laughs> but yeah. not loving <laughs> anyone. <laughs> really? Right. It's a, it's yeah, it's like is that love? I think it's a different kind of love. Mm. Cuz you know, that that sort of all benevolent feeling can also be a kind of love i think but it's not the same kind of love at all as wanting someone for your own yes yes i'm very discriminatory i know i (laughs) (laughs) i'm aware (laughs) (laughs) yeah so overall we are a plus plus a A plus (laughs) take away a plus for the second story (laughs) (laughs) On the short story collection. Yeah. This is this is a good... It's a good manga. Worth $10. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And worth a reread also. Oh, yeah. I think... Yeah, because definitely... I, I, go, I try purposely to go into most stories knowing very little about them. Mm-hmm. But it definitely makes uh, some things harder to, like, get into and follow immediately <laughs> than yeah. others. Yeah. I think uh, having read the fifth one, it would be interesting to go back and read the first story. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Oh, man. It's just, a, yeah. It, it, this manga really encapsulates a, a lot of things very well in the span of 200 pages. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. Well, we did it. We talked about a manga. <laughs> we did it, did it, did it. So that that's all your darling, all my darling, darling. I love that we keep ta- calling it <laughs> all your darling, darling. 
I have to point out, All My Darling Daughters is also the name of a movie that came out in 1972. So, like, if you Google mm. this, try Googling All My Darling Daughters manga. <laughs> yeah. Usually I safely assume I must attach manga to <laughs> If it is a manga. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening to Show, Show, and Tell. Comments, questions, constructive criticism, concerns. You can guess about your OTP. Email showjoandtell at gmail.com or leave a comment on the episode's YouTube page. We're at showjoandtell on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Asher, people can find you on the internet now, so where can that happen? Can they? I guess. I have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. Uh, It's at Asher Dashery. Yep. Currently, we just tweet about how annoying. Hey. Hey. Our kitchen floor. Yeah, okay, Asher tweets about food. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Asher tweets about food. And then also how annoying tearing out a kitchen floor is. <laughs> yes. Tearing out five kitchen floors. <laughs> Pretty annoying. Anyway, are you excited every time you see a new episode from us? If so, please consider leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts. This will help the podcast reach more hearts, or at least ears. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time for I Have No Idea. Um, maybe the end of Alharu Ride. There's a new Utena volume. Perhaps I will get somebody to do that with me. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, dog, where you been? Uh, in bouncing between this house and the other house. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I have kept track that I'm like, wait, new Utena comes out soon. I think it comes out like this Tuesday, which means it's like two months after this before this podcast game <laughs> um, anyway some other buzzy thing that I'm blanking on because I feel like there are multiple buzzy things that might have ended recently and I just don't have the capacity to remember them because I'm like wow I need to redesign a whole house <laughs> <laughs> and I think about that a lot uh, among the trash fire that is the world and work things <laughs> yeah so uh truly a saga that we are 2020 is a saga that we are living through and i do not know i cannot guarantee the future it is very confusing we'll figure it out we will figure it out assuming that we don't die of the coronavirus stay tuned <laughs> assuming we don't die of the coronavirus <laughs> bye bye <laughs>
I'm here to give you the PSA because uh, I, I work from home and I, I thought I was very safe and the, and Asher only works at this place once a week and I, I thought it would all be good, but that, w- that was wrong. Uh, so, so, you know, PSA, please continue to wear your masks. Stay away from people as much as possible. Do not give people COVID-19. That's a bad, bad winter holiday present. Vaccines are on the way. Please stay safe. Uh, let's hope that we can all pull through this together. We will be back next time for either Tokyo Mew Mew or Pet Shop of Horrors or possibly Socrates in Love. Those are the real answers this time. I'm pretty sure one of those three will happen. Stay tuned. Until then, bye.